Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is pride. Yes, we're going to talk about being proud and having pride. Basically, these words are used interchangeably. Being proud and having pride. That is our topic for today. Now, a lot of people recently are talking about being proud and having pride and who they are and what they are and where they come from and what they do and what they represent. Now, we have to understand the meaning of the word pride or proud. Now, a lot of people just jump on the bandwagon and just because people are screaming and shouting out they're proud or they have pride, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. But a lot of people don't understand the definition of the word proud or pride. Now, let's go ahead on and visit the dictionary. Let's find out what is the meaning of the word proud. Now, it means feeling pleasure or satisfaction over something regarded as honorable. The word here is honorable. That means being proud is involving something that is good. Now, continue with the definition. Great dignity. Having proper sense of self-respect. Bold, fierceless. Stately, distinguished. Having or showing self-respect or self-esteem. Giving a sense of pride. That's what the word proud means. Now, let's look at the word pride. Pride means a feeling of happiness that you get when you or someone you know does something good. Being deeply pleased or satisfied with something you've done, own, or the quality that you possess. Feeling that you respect yourself and deserve to be respected by others. To be proud because of having an ability or quality. That is the definition of the word pride. Now, these definitions all have one thing in common. They're talking about being proud of or having pride in something that is good, honorable, respectful, something with dignity. That is the key word. Dignity, good, positive. A lot of people don't stop and look up the words. They just jump on the bandwagon and start doing what everybody else is doing. Not understanding that what they do will have some type of consequence. So to have pride is something that is good based on the definition of having pride. Now, obviously, it's not representing something bad based on the definition. So if someone wants to be proud of doing something bad 
or someone have pride in doing something that is bad, then obviously they're misusing those words. They really don't understand the true definition or meaning or even purpose of those words. Now, automatically, based on the definition, if you're proud of something, it has to be something good, something great. Now, we call that positive pride because based on that definition, that's what it is. It is positive. It is something that is beneficial, something that is overall good. Now, let's look at the other side. A lot of people are practicing what we call negative pride or they're being proud because of something negative. And if that's the case, obviously they're practicing negative pride. We do have that, right? Negative pride obviously is the opposite of positive pride. Now, positive pride is called humble pride. You're humble because you're coming from a good place. You're coming from a place of good intention. You mean well, even though you may not understand what you're doing, but your heart is in the right place. So you're going to be practicing what they call humble pride. But if you're practicing negative pride, these are some of the negative characteristics that you will have if you're practicing negative pride. You're going to be very egotistical. It's going to be all about you, self-centered. You're going to have this false sense of superiority, feel that you're better than everybody else. You're going to be boastful. You're going to be bragging about all the things that you've done and all the things that you possess and all the great qualities that you have. You're not doing this to be helpful. You're not doing this to contribute something positive. Obviously, you're doing this to inflate your ego. So that's what we call negative pride. You're going to be jealous or envious. You're going to be inconsiderate, inconsistent, superficial, vain, judgmental. You have the need to be right, intolerable, hidden agenda. When you practice negative pride or proud, then you definitely have a hidden agenda. You have a hidden motive. Okay, you want to gain recognition. You want to increase your self-importance. So we have to pay attention to the people who are saying that they are proud or they're practicing pride, but it's all in the negative state. If they are doing this from a negative place, then we obviously know it's not something that's good. It's not authentic because authentic pride or being proud is coming from a good place is practicing goodness and righteousness and morality. Because based on the definition, as I said earlier, as I read earlier from the dictionary, the word pride and proud mean that you are happy, you are pleased, you're satisfied because you've done something great. You own something that's good. You possess a good quality. You have a sense of pride. That means that you're happy because you know that someone has done something good. I just wanted to review that so people can get on board. All right. So let's revisit the positive pride, the humble pride. When you're practicing humbleness, you're 
proud of who you are and what you've done. You are practicing humble pride, which is something good, meaning that you are proud of yourself or someone else because you've done something good. So when you practice humble pride or you're humbly prideful, that means that you are practicing self-motivation. Okay, you are self-motivated. You are your greatest fan. You are showing appreciation for who you are, what you have, and what you've done in a good way. Okay? You appreciate the goodness and the righteousness that's within you. Right? You're practicing gratitude for your great talents, abilities, knowledge, and skills. You can apply yourself for your accomplishments your good accomplishments. Because remember, we're practicing humble pride. We're not talking about negative pride here. We're focusing on humble pride. Okay? You recognize the value of your work, your effort, your investment, your energy, your power, your personal power, your knowledge, and your experience. That is practicing humble pride. You celebrate your accomplishments, whether they're small or whether they're big. It doesn't matter. You're patting yourself on the back for doing a great job. When you practice humble pride, you're increasing your self-esteem, self-love, self-confidence, and self-respect. You experience personal satisfaction. You have a sense of well-being and a sense of purpose because you actually accomplished something good. You're showing compassion for yourself. You have admiration for yourself. You admire yourself. You have self-validation. You are validating your own worth. You're telling yourself, great job. Because you know what you had to go through, what you had to endure in order for you to be able to do what you did. Obviously, humble pride and positive pride, you did something great. You did something that was worthy of acknowledgement. Something that needs to be spoken of or about. It's very important that we understand. Now, let's talk about some of the things that we can be proud of. Let's talk about some of these things. Because a lot of people don't think about the things that they should be proud of. You know, a lot of people tend to be proud of superficial things. They're not really thinking of things that really have meaning. Some people say, you know, I'm proud of my clothes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being proud of your clothes, especially if you didn't have any clothes and now you managed to get some clothes. I mean, that is definitely a great accomplishment. Maybe you change your personal style and now you're wearing things that's more fashionable, things that are more expressive of who and what you are. Yeah, you can be proud in that way because there's meaning behind what you're proud of. It's not something that you're doing just to be doing it. All right. So we can call that a positive pride, a humble pride, because you actually are celebrating something good. Right. But if you're there 
saying that you're proud of your clothes because it makes you feel better than other people. It makes you feel superior. It makes you feel that other people are beneath you. Then, of course, it's not something that's positive because to be prideful or to have pride or to be proud has to do with something good. So if you're using this accomplishment or this success to hinder someone, to hurt someone, to cause harm or to cause damage, obviously that is not a positive pride. It's not a humble pride. And so it could be something that's no good. All right. So if you're going to be proud of something, you have to make sure that what you're proud of is something that is actually good and worthy. Right. Now you have to ask yourself that question. What can you be proud of? What brings you great pride? You have to examine that. Now, you really have to think about it. You just can't put anything and everything out there because, again, based on the definition of the word proud and pride, it has to be something good. It has to be something that is righteous, something that is worthy of consideration, something that has no negative connotation, something that has no malice or bad intentions. It's very important that we focus on the things that we do that are good because that's what we need to be proud of. And not just on jump on a bandwagon just because everybody else is is saying that you have to be proud of something and everybody is screaming that they're they're proud of something and they have pride and you want to jump on and you don't even know exactly what there is to be proud of. So you cannot use ignorance as a reason to be proud of something. You can't just be naive about what you're being proud of. You can't be confused. When you choose to be proud or pride, when you have pride, you have to know exactly what that particular thing entails or involves. If someone tells you to be proud of a lifestyle, oh, I am proud of this lifestyle. I have pride in this lifestyle. You really have to examine that lifestyle and to see exactly what it involves, what it includes. Now, if that lifestyle involves negativity, destructive things, dysfunctional behavior, anti-social things, things that are dysfunctional in terms of, you know, they're not beneficial to the individual and they're not beneficial to the group as a whole or society. Maybe you need to sit back and question what is there to be proud of? Because some people tend to be proud of things that really have no positive consequences to others and it's only something that benefits them. Now, overall, some people could say, well, I'm proud of that. But if you're looking at things from a different perspective, you're looking at it from a, another party, then you could say, wait a minute. You know, like, let's give an extreme example. Someone could be proud or they have pride in committing a crime. Yeah, I stole that car. Yeah, I got in the car and I stole it. They feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. But logically speaking, that makes no sense. 
because that person just committed a crime. That person did something that's placing someone else in harm's way. They created a problem or a challenge or a difficulty for someone else. So think about it. What do they have to be proud of? Because they stole something? Now remember, to be proud, to practice positive pride or positive pride, to be proud or pride, to have pride, is to do something positive. So a person cannot be proud to steal a car. A person can't be proud to rape somebody. Oh, I just raped somebody. Oh, I'm proud of myself. Now, they can say that if they want to, but based on that definition, I mean, they're not they're not practicing positive pride. There's nothing for them to be proud of. So we really have to stop and think when people come to us and ask us to partake in certain activities and, or be involved in certain actions or behaviors. Just because they're proud, just because they're practicing pride, doesn't make it okay. We really have to stop and think about that. It doesn't make it okay. Just because the majority of people are engaged in that activity or most people are involved in it or you're being socially pressured, you're being coerced, you're being manipulated, or you're being influenced, right? If someone is always asking you to do something because they're so proud of it, because they have pride in it, but yet you don't see any positivity coming from that activity or positivity coming from that lifestyle, then that's something that you should definitely question. You should question it. What is coming out of this? What are the positivity that's coming out of it? What is beneficial to not just that person, but people around them? Is this something healthy? Not just healthy for that person. Is it healthy for anybody who engage in it? Somebody's promoting a particular habit, a particular pattern or lifestyle or mentality or way of life or ideology philosophy. You really have to stop and think, why are they promoting this? Why are they acting as if people need to be proud or have some pride in this? We really have to think about it because we do have some segment of the population who are going around promoting their lifestyle. And they're basically saying, hey, everybody should join in. Everybody should do this. Everybody should be engaged in this activity. But nobody is challenging them, asking them why. What is so good about this lifestyle? What is so beneficial? What is so advantageous about this lifestyle? Why should we, the rest of society, follow you along this path? What good has come out this lifestyle? Now, all you got to do is look at these people and look at how they're living. Look to see if they have healthy patterns and habits. Now, if they're promoting this lifestyle as something good, but you don't see nothing healthy or positive coming out of it, I mean, that should be the warning flag. That should be the flag that lets you know something is wrong. Something is obviously wrong. If someone is trying to promote a particular lifestyle and they're telling you they're proud 
And you don't see nothing but degradation, nothing but immorality, nothing but immaturity, nothing but irresponsible behavior, nothing but hedonistic pursuit. They just want to have fun and just enjoy life. They're not being responsible or accountable. I mean, what is there to be proud of? We really have to stop. Why should we let our children follow these people who are proud of their lifestyle or who have pride, but yet nothing good is coming out that particular lifestyle or way of life? We really have to stop and think, all right? Now, no one has to convince you if they're doing something that's good because you could actually see the fruit of that person's labor. If that person is working towards a goal, once they accomplish that goal, you can see what comes out of it. And if you can't see what comes out of it, you need to look for what's coming out of it because sometimes people have hidden agendas and you really can't see what they're doing because they hide it. They masquerade it. They mask it. They try to pretend is something in reality is not. So it's something that we really need to pay attention to, right? There's a lot of things that we can be proud of. There is definitely a lot of things that we can be proud of. But again, those things have to be what? Good. Those things have to be based on something that is good. So let's talk about some of the things that we could be proud of. All right? Now, one of the main things is that you could be proud of practicing good self-care. When you're able to take care of yourself, you're able to have a healthy lifestyle. You're able to be disease-free. You don't have any disorders or you don't have any dysfunctional behaviors. You're able to eat healthy, get proper sleep, get good sunlight, get good hydration, get good exercise and fitness, have good relationships with your family and your friends. That's all part of the self-care. You need to be proud of yourself. You need to have pride in practicing good self-care. That is definitely a wonderful habit to have practicing good self-care, right? But if you see a group of people or individuals who are not practicing good self-care, they're not taking care of their bodies. They're not taking care of their mind. They're not taking care of their emotions. They're not providing basic self-care for themselves. Now, you got to question that individual if they're trying to tell you to follow them. Oh, yeah, come over here. Follow me. I am proud of what I'm doing. I have great pride in myself. But if you don't have no good self-care practice or regiment, what are you really saying? How proud are you of yourself? How much do you really love yourself? How well are you caring for yourself if you don't even have a good self-care regime? If you don't think highly of yourself to keep yourself healthy, to keep yourself safe, to keep yourself balanced and grounded, to provide your basic necessities. Now that is something that you definitely could take pride of. Proud, you could be proud of and you could take pride in providing yourself good self-care. Now, resiliency and strength. 
If you have great resiliency, no matter what you've gone through, no matter what happened to you, you overcame those obstacles, those difficulties, those challenges, and you are able to survive. You're able to become stronger, wiser, better, more encouraged. Definitely, you need to be proud of yourself because a lot of people go through some traumatic experience. They go through a lot of pain and suffering and difficulties. And sometimes they allow these things to overcome them. Sometimes they give in, they give up, they can't handle it. And they break, they become something that's not good. And sometimes they become so dysfunctional, they become so toxic that they normalize it. And these people are parading their weakness, their vice. They're not in the position where they overcame these things. They were defeated by these things. And I'm not trying to demonize nobody, but you have to pay attention. If a person say, I was abused and they became an abuser, I mean, that's not something that they, they should be proud of. If you were victimized and you became a person who started victimizing other people, that's that's nothing for you to be proud of. You shouldn't have pride in becoming a victimizer, especially if you were victimized by someone else. If you were abused by somebody, now you're an abuser. There's nothing to be proud of. You have to celebrate your resiliency and your strength and your courage to overcome these things, not for you to partake in them. Okay? You can't celebrate becoming something that's destructive, something that is evil, something that is bad. You can't celebrate that and you can't be proud of that. It's like if you were bullied and all of a sudden now you become a bully. I mean, there's nothing to be proud about that. There's nothing to be proud about that. And a lot of people, because this functional behavior basically have been normalized and accepted, they start to become proud of their dysfunctional ways. They're proud of their vice and their weakness and their insecurities and their vulnerabilities. There's nothing to be proud of. If you're dysfunctional and you're broken down and, you know, you you just a pervert, there's nothing for you to be proud of. You can't walk around the street parading yourself. Oh, I'm proud. Proud of what? I have pride. Pride in what? In being dysfunctional and being destructive and being chaotic and being toxic and being rebellious and being defiant, and being chaotic, and being, you know, divisive. I mean, again, if you're going to have pride or be proud, it has to be for something that's good, all right? So it's good to celebrate your resiliency, meaning that you did not succumb to the negativity. You did not give in to that negativity. You are able to overcome it and maintain your dignity, Maintain your sovereignty. Maintain your integrity. That's when you become proud, right? Now, be proud of your your unique talents, your abilities, 
and your skills. If you have the ability to do something wonderful or you're doing something wonderful with your talents and your abilities, yeah, be proud. Have pride in yourself because you're using your abilities and your talents to be able to accomplish something that is good, something that's going to benefit humanity. Something that's going to benefit the world or going to benefit the community or the family. Be proud. Have pride. Absolutely. But if you're using your gifts and your talents and your resources and your energy to do bad things, there's nothing for you to be proud of. There's nothing for you to be proud of. You don't need to go around bragging about how you're causing people to stray from the right path. There's nothing to be proud of because you seduce people. Seduce mean that to make people leave the good path and take a bad path. To negatively influence people. That's not good. A lot of people are bragging they're proud and they have pride because they're using their talents to do wrong. They're they're misusing their talents. They're misusing their natural gifts and abilities. Perfect example, we have a lot of singers, rappers, comedians, actors, actresses, entertainers. They're using their talents to promote evil. They're teaching people ways that are destructive. They are dysfunctional. Now these people are misleading people, misinforming them, misguiding them. All right? Now, that's nothing to be proud of. These people are getting rewards. They're getting Oscars and they're nominated for all kind of big rewards for what? Because they're promoting dysfunction? They're promoting immorality? They're promoting promiscuity? They're promoting drug use because this is what they're imitating. This is what they're doing on the big screen. This is what they're acting out and they're showing people that those things are okay. They're acceptable. So why would they be proud and take pride in using their talent to harm people? But yet they're being rewarded because this is the society we live in. We live in a society that rewards negativity, that normalizes negativity. So these people are being misled to take pride or be proud of their negativity, which is absolutely wrong. Again, based on the meaning of the word of proud or the meaning of pride, you have to do something that is good. And if you're not doing something good, that means you're practicing negative pride, destructive pride, self-sabotaging pride. It's not helping you in any way. And obviously, it's not helping anybody else. Okay. Now, contribution to the family, friends, society, your community. If you're contributing something positive, You're bringing something great to the table that can help people grow. Something that help people and the way that they deal with each other, the way that they take care of themselves, the way that they develop their communities. If you're contributing something positive, yes, 
by all means, be proud. Have pride in what you're doing. That's something that is extremely beneficial. Again, you're doing something great. Yes, we all going to applaud you. We all going to give you a standing ovation. We all going to have your back and support you because you're doing something positive. You're contributing something positive to the family, to the society, to the community. Now, if you're contributing something negative, if you're singing about songs that talk about hurting people and robbing and killing and raping, uh, we're not going to be proud of you. We're not going to uphold you. We're not going to award you. We're not going to give you medals. We're not going to put you on the list of the people that we want to promote or condone your actions. Contribution to the family, friends. It has to be something positive. If you want us to be proud of you, you want us to have great pride in what you do, you got to do something good. You got to do something good. You got to bring something good to the table. Right? Now, you should be proud and have pride if you survive something. Right? You're able to survive the odds. You're able to make it out. Some people make it out of poverty. Some people make it out of domestic violence. Some people make it out of sexual assault. Some people make it out of natural disasters. Some people make it out of the worst case scenarios. And yes, they can be proud of themselves. They can take pride in getting out of a bad situation. But if you're promoting staying in that bad situation, you're boasting about being in that situation, you bragging about being in that situation, no, we can't support you. And there's nothing for you to be proud of. You don't have to have pride in learning to survive in a bad situation. We want you to get out. That means you survived, not surviving. Some people focus on surviving a bad situation. They're not trying to focus on getting out of it. They're not focused on leaving, entering into a new positive state They're not doing that because they feel like it's okay for them to be in that bad condition. Some people begin to accept that. It's okay. They can be in that bad place. They can stay in that bad place. Some people think that's all they deserve. That's all they're worth. Some people don't see a way out. So they begin to normalize. Like we hear a lot of people singing about being in poverty, being in that negative place. They're bragging about it. We hear people talk about being in the hood, being in the ghetto, like it's a good thing. Now, people are in the hood and the ghetto because they don't have a choice. Economically, they can't get out. There's nothing for them to brag about. There's nothing for them to, you know, praise. There's nothing for them to honor. It's all negativity. Now, of course, there are some great people in the ghetto. They're in the ghetto because of financial circumstances. They don't have... A ghetto mentality. They don't have a poor mindset or victim mindset. They just are caught up in circumstance, but they're working hard to get out of it. But you have other people who have been negatively influenced to think that it's all right to be in that ghetto. Even if they can find a way out, they choose to stay in it. Now, you don't need to be proud of that. There's nothing to be proud of. Okay. Now, personal growth and development. 
You definitely can be proud of your personal growth and development. You see yourself going from one state to a higher state. We're talking about growth and progress. Now, again, you're growing up. Now, some people make the mistake of thinking that growth is going down. Okay? If you're going down, you're not growing. You're devolving. Okay? We're talking about being proud of and having pride in your personal growth and personal development. That means that you're going up. You're graduating. You're going from first grade to second grade to third grade and fourth grade. Nowadays, people are proud of or in celebration of their regression instead of their progression. Okay, they're proud of regressing. They're proud to be in a retarded state, a state of non-progress. Some people feel proud to stay in limbo. And some people even brag about it. Oh, I ain't going nowhere. I'm the same person today I was 20 years ago. I'm never going to change. They normalize stagnation and retardation. Now, there's nothing to be proud of if you stay in the same place, never, ever accepting growth and progress. All right. You don't want positive change and improvement. Some people, they don't want that. Okay. If you can engage in positive change and improvement, you definitely have something to be proud of. You definitely can have pride in your positive changes and improvement. That's part of that growth and personal development. But some people don't want to do that. Some people are afraid of growth. They're afraid of progress. They're afraid of positive change. Because they've been programmed or conditioned to accept the negative state. They don't want to even think about that. They don't even want to think about that. They can't see themselves outside of that box. They're used to being in that box. Now, a perfect example of this is people have been incarcerated for a long time. Some of these people have become so accustomed to being locked up and incarcerated that they don't even want to leave the penitentiary. They don't want to leave the institution because they've been institutionalized, right? They've been institutionalized. They don't want to leave. They have adapted, thoroughly adapted, negative adaptment now. They just come to accept that negative environment. This is their life. And they've been there for 20 years. They've been there for 30 years, 15, 10. And they don't want to come out into the real world and start all over again. So they'd rather just stay there. Another example is someone that's in a bad relationship. This is all they know. They've been married for 20 years, 30 years. And this is all they know. They don't want to leave that toxic, dysfunctional, abusive relationship and go out and try something new. Or go stand on their own. They've been dependent on someone. Maybe someone's been taking care of their financial needs. Or their mental emotional needs. And they don't know how to survive without that person. So they don't want to step outside of that box. And here they are proud. Or they have pride in being in that dysfunctional place. Alright. Now we got to think about what we being proud of. And we just kind of discussed some of them. All right. You should be proud to admit your weakness, your insecurities, your fears and your vice. Be proud to admit them so you can work on them. 
okay? You have to be able to acknowledge that you have a problem. If you can't acknowledge that you have a problem, how are you going to work? How are you going to work to overcome those issues? How are you going to do that? All right? Now, some people are proud of having these problems and they have no interest in resolving them. They know they have problems. They know they have issues. They know they're psychotic. They know they're antisocial. They know they're crazy. They know they're backwards. They know they're lazy. They know all the vices that they have, but they don't plan on doing anything about it. They're sitting there bragging about it. Oh, you know that's how I am. You know that's me. And, they, and they're so proud. And, and they have pride. And they take their weakness as it's a strength. Your weakness is not a strength. Your weakness is not a strength. Stop promoting your weakness as is a strength. And we have a lot of people walking around here. A lot of people have been traumatized as a child. Instead of them working to overcome that traumatization, to overcome that dysfunction, they're sitting there just embracing it. They're proud. They have pride in being victimized. Oh yeah, I was abused as a child. As if it's a badge of honor. Yeah, I was raped. Yeah, I was molested. Yeah, I was this. I was that. As if it's something great. Now, of course, this is their negative coping mechanism because they don't really want to accept that as something negative because if they do, then they're going to see that they have a problem and they don't want to do that. So a lot of people are delusional. They're believing a lie. All right. But there's nothing to be proud of. If you're bragging about your weakness, you need to work on your weakness and change those things from a weakness. Find your strength, overcome the weakness and find a strength. But if you can't do that, there's a problem. That's a serious problem. So there's a lot of people right now who are glorifying dysfunctional behavior. These people have all type of psychological problems, mental health problems, emotional problems, and they're glorifying these things. They're normalizing them, thinking that it's okay. They're proud to have a mental health illness. There's nothing for you to be proud of if you have a mental health problem. You need help. You need psychological therapy. You need counseling. You need healing. You need stability. You need love. You need nurturing. You need guidance. But again, these people are bragging that they're dysfunctional and they're expecting everybody to accept the dysfunction as normal. These people are psychotic and they're expecting everybody to treat them like they're not. So we we have a serious problem, right? Now we're going to continue. Reasons people are not proud. Let's talk about the reason why some people don't practice positive pride. Humble pride. We're not talking about the negative stuff here. We're talking about the good stuff because that's what it was intended to be. Now, some people don't know how to be proud of their accomplishments. They don't know how to be proud of the great things that they do, of the healthy things that they do, because they have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. They have low self-esteem. They don't have any self-love. They don't have any self-worth. They practice negative self-talk because they have a negative self-image. All right. Now they've been traumatized. They've been neglected. They have trust issues, mistrust primarily of themselves. They don't trust their own judgment. They don't trust their own, their own perception. 
So therefore, you know, they don't see whatever they're doing that is good as being good. They pretty much pretty much minimize the good things that they do and they amplify the negative th- things that they do. They tend to focus on their flaws, their weakness and their vulnerability. They don't focus on their talents, their abilities, their skills, their experience and all the great things that they possess. They usually self-sabotage because they don't want to see the goodness in themselves or they can't see it because they've been programmed to see themselves from a negative perspective. Now, other people, they take other people's negative opinion, feedback, or comments about themselves too personal. They internalize other people's negativity about them. And they make that negativity their own negativity. And they begin to see themselves the way other people see them. Some people are victim of abuse, especially emotional, mental, and verbal abuse. And because of that, that pretty much damages their self-esteem. And they cannot see themselves as worthy or good enough. Okay? They feel like a failure or a loser. They don't see the great talents that they have, the gifts, the abilities. They don't see the great things that they contribute to the world, to the family, to the community. They don't see that because, again, they feel bad about themselves. Some people are lacking the resources, opportunities, and support. That's the reason why they feel so bad about themselves and they cannot see anything that's worthy or good. Okay. Now, some people don't practice gratitude for the small accomplishments or things that they do. They're waiting on the big things. Okay. They accomplish a lot of things on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, but yet they can't see it because they have this goal that they want to accomplish, the big thing. They want to get that million dollars. And just because they haven't gotten that million dollars, they're not going to be proud of themselves. They're not going to be proud or be, you know, pride and have pride in what they do because they haven't accomplished that big goal. Maybe they're studying to be a doctor and because they haven't accomplished that, they minimize everything else that they do. Okay, you can have a mother. She's taking care of her children and she's doing a great job. But because she's not a homeowner, she feels less than and not good enough. She feels like a failure. Okay, now they don't embrace who they are. Some people reject themselves because... They want to be something else or somebody else told them that they had to be something else and they believe that other person and therefore now they cannot be proud of who they are. They can't take pride in who they are. Now, again, take pride in who you are if you are a good person. Do not take pride in who you are if you're not a good person. I'm not saying for you to hate yourself, not at all, but you have to dislike what makes you a bad person so you can work towards changing that. A lot of people say, I'm going to love myself just the way I am. No, 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 no. You can love yourself as a person, but you can't love your dysfunction. You can't love your toxicity. You can't love your horrible habits and patterns. You can't love that. You could love the person, but you don't like the behavior. You don't like the mindset. You don't like the personality. You don't like the philosophy. You don't like the mannerism. You don't like the attitude. You don't don't like the mentality that you have. 
All right. We got to be able to separate who we are from what we are. Now, who we are is who we came as. You know, when you were born as a child, you were just a person without all these habits and mannerism and ways along your journey. You pick up these things, these negative, bad habits along the way. And you have to be able to acknowledge that what you become is not a good person. You have your your, your negativity. And nobody's perfect, yes. But we can strive to be perfect. We could, we could strive to perfect certain skills, perfect certain ways, perfect certain mindset. We could adapt certain values and principles that can make us better people. We have to strive for perfection. But nowadays, we don't strive to perfect goodness. We strive to perfect evil. A lot of people here are practicing perfect evil. They don't want to practice perfect good. Oh, no, they can't do that. Oh, I can't be I can't be perfect. Oh, no, nobody's perfect. But yet, when it's time to be evil, they're perfectly evil. And they master being evil. They master being deceptive, manipulating, conniving, abusive, exploitive. They master that. They perfect it. But when you talk about being good, oh, no, nobody, nobody's perfect. When you practice doing something righteous, oh, no, you can't do that. Nobody's perfect. I can't be good all the time. But you could be evil all the time, right? You could be inconsiderate all the time. You could be selfish all the time. You could be greedy all the time. You could be mean all the time. You ain't got no problem being consistently evil. But when it comes to being good, you have a problem. You have a problem. You have a problem. All right? So that's definitely something that we need to work on. We need to be able to separate who we are from what we are. Who we are is pure, innocent, and beautiful. That is the original soul, untainted. And we are still that, but sometimes we bury who we are under piles of all the negativity. So we need to remove all that negative layer. We need to peel back all that negative aspect of our personality and the bad things that we pick up along the way so we could be our good, authentic self. Okay. Now, some people just cannot look at general accomplishments. They, you know, they just can't look at overall their lives and what they've done. They only can look at specific things that they accomplish. Just overall, you're a good person. You're a good person. And sometimes people set unrealistic goals for themselves. That's the bottom line. They set unrealistic goals. That's the reason why they can't find something to be proud of. They can't take pride in doing certain things, you know, because they feel like they're not good enough. They feel like whatever it is that they're going to do is not going to work. They're going to fail. So it's unrealistic. So if you set yourself up for failure, you're going to fail. And there's an old saying that says failure. If you fail to prepare, then you prepare to fail. I'm going to say it again. If you fail to prepare, then you prepare to fail. And a lot of people basically fall in this category. That's the reason why they're unrealistic. Because they're saying that they're going to do this and it's unrealistic. They can't do that because they're not preparing for those things. Or they haven't prepared in the past. And they don't plan on preparing to do these things. So 
that's being unrealistic. And then when they don't accomplish that goal, it becomes sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. See, I'm not good. I'm not good enough. Oh, I fail. Oh, I'm a victim. But you prepared to fail because you failed to prepare. It is very simple. All right. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy when you set yourself up to do something that you know that you're not ready to do. You're not prepared to do or you're not capable of doing. So you got to be more realistic in your goals. You can't say I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow when you have no type of millionaire skills, no millionaire mindset, no millionaire opportunities. So we really have to be practical and realistic in our expectation of ourselves. Right, So it's very important that we find within ourselves, within our lives, what are the things that we should be proud of? What we should take pride in. All right. Now, our relationship is definitely an area that we can take great pride in, especially when we work towards having healthy relationships. Very important. Now, again... Based on the definition of the word proud or pride, we feel good because we've done something good. We can identify with something good. We have done the work. We've done the work and now we could take credit for doing the work. Definitely relationship is one area where we definitely can do the work. Now, if we don't know how to do the work, it's so easy for us to go get help because help is everywhere now. Okay, we have help on social media. We have therapists, counselors who are providing their services. We have life coach providing their services. We have the church that you can go get counsel. You have the schools where you can go get counseling. You have community centers where you can go get counseling at a low price or even free. And if you have insurance, you can afford it. You can go ahead and take advantage of it. I mean, we have help everywhere. Right, we have help everywhere, so that's something that we cannot even use an excuse that you know that we can't get help. Help is everywhere. The most important thing is acknowledging that we need help, we need help, and our relationship is one of the areas that we can get help in. Right, and that's definitely an area that we need to be completely honest with ourselves. Should we be proud of our relationships? Should we take pride? Ask yourself that question. Your relationship with your family, relationship with your siblings, with your brothers, with your relatives, with your mother, with your father, your parents, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your co-workers, with your neighbors. Should you be proud or should you take great pride in those relationships? If not, then you need to go check yourself. Okay? Your finances... Should you be proud of your finances? Have you been doing a great job processing and managing and maintaining your finances? Some people do a great job. They need to be proud of that. Be proud of that because it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work to be able to get your finances in order. Okay. Now, identity. Are you proud of who you are? Okay, your identity. A lot of people think, oh, I'm proud. Oh, I have pride. All right, but wait a minute. You got to be realistic with yourself. Who are you? Now, you can't be confused. If you're confused about your personal identity, why, why should you be proud or have great pride in your confusion 
That don't make no sense. You have to know who you are. There should be no confusion in who you are. Your biological identity. Who are you as a biological person? Are you a man? You're a woman? Shouldn't be no confusion about that. Are you an adult? Are you a child? There shouldn't be no confusion about that. Physical identity. What's your racial classification? You black? You white? You Indian? You Asian? Native American? You indigenous? Who are you? What's your personal identity, your physical identity? What are your expectations of yourself? Do you meet these expectations for yourself? Should you be proud? Should you have pride in who you are? And that's something people need to stop and think about. Because people think they have so much options now. I could be this, I could be that, I could be this, I could be that. In reality, you are who you are. And you can't change that. You can't change your race. You can't change your biology. You can't change your physiology. You can't change your genes. You can't change your DNA. That's something that you cannot change. So we have to come to that point where we accept ourselves for who we are in terms of our biological identity. We can't change that. Take pride in who we are and not who we're pretending to be. That's something that we really have to stop and think about. Who we are. Not who you want to be. Not who you think you are. But who you really are as a biological being. As a human being. As a social being. Who are you? And a lot of people need to do a lot of soul searching to get to that truth. Because a lot of people are adapting things that that are not true. That's not who they are. They want to be something that they're not. So we really have to get connected with our true identity. And not be in confusion or not be delusional. Very important. Now what is your personal philosophy? What's your ideology? What's your belief system? We need to really find out what we believe. And really Take pride in believing something that's going to be beneficial to our well-being. Because sometimes we believe in things that are not beneficial. We believe in things that are completely destructive and corrupted. We really have to stop and think about those things. We can't allow other people to dictate for us who and what we should be and what we believe. Because a lot of people are in massive confusion right now. They don't know because everything is being turned upside down. We, we're, we're, we're entering a state of massive confusion. People don't know who they are and what they believe and where they belong anymore. So it is our responsibility as sovereign beings to go and take that journey of self-discovery and find out who we really are, what we are, who you represent, what we stand for, where are we going? How much of that is based on reality and how much of it is based on fantasy? And we have to come to accept the reality and work on ourselves and make ourselves better people, improve ourselves, become healthier, become better, not regress Now, I digress. We want to progress. Progress and be healthy. Thank you very much. Be proud of being healthy. Be proud in being authentically who you are. 
Thank you.